It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Welcome back to the 48-Minute Podcast. I am joined today by my brother-in-law, Jacob Mayo. Jacob is a husband, a maybe a potential soon-to-be father. No one really knows yet. He's a thrifter, a cameraman for Buck Commander, an avid hunter, um, ex or former collegiate, collegiate baseball player. Really, he's, he has a long list, and he's just a good friend. So I'm happy to have Jacob on the podcast today. What's up? What's up? Uh, I don't know what to say off that. <laughs> say, what uh, What out of all those things do you feel the most, like, proud to be? Probably a husband, for sure. Yeah, because, like, at the end of the day, you can strip all that stuff away, but I, I'm a husband still at the end of the day, and I love serving my wife and, like, doing that. It's a new yeah. journey I'm on, and it's coming up on a year this Sunday. There you go. So it's good. It's good. So if you don't know, Jacob also is a, like I said, he's a thrifter. He has general vintage, which... That's kind of like your thing. So what, yeah. you know, what's the backstory with that and kind of how, how have you really gotten into in, into thrifting? Uh, so like the backstory is like, so like he said, I'm a washed up baseball player. So uh, Hey, give yourself some credit. You were good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was solid. I wasn't bad, but I'm a washed up baseball player. But so I was playing baseball. Uh, the last year I was playing, me and Bella started dating and I had like no way to make money. I was obviously poor. If you play college baseball, most kids are poor. Like, not poor, but you know, I mean, they don't have any way to any big NIL deals. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Actually, that wasn't even legal when I played. Really? Yeah, that got like the, I think that was the last year, like at the end of the last year I was playing, like that got. Like, you could have been a Buck Commander NIL baseball player. I thought about that. That'd have been cool. That would have been cool. They'd pay me some money. Some money. <laughs> no, but I'm just playing. But no, so like <laughs> me and Bella started dating and I didn't have any money yeah. to like take her on dates and stuff. So I was like, man, I got to figure yeah. this out. So like, I had a bunch of clothes. I've always been into like fashion and stuff. And so I was like, well, some of this stuff I don't wear. So I was like, let me just try and sell some of it. And so I sold some of it. And like, I was like, oh, this is the thing. Like, I like doing this. It's fun to find this stuff. So I just yeah. started selling stuff. And I was like, well, this pays for yeah. going on dates and like hanging out and getting ice cream, coffee, food, yeah. like whatever. So I was like, let's just go with this. So I just kept doing it and it just turned into what it is now and got into the vintage scene. And yeah. It's been really good. Do you feel like, what are your thoughts on playing travel baseball growing up? Honestly, we talked about this the know, other day. Uh, honestly, if I could go back, I probably wouldn't like wish to do the travel baseball like I did. Like it was like really, as intensive as you did. Yeah, as as intensive. Like it, travel baseball was good, but I think it it also burns you out too. Yeah. As a kid, you're traveling every weekend. Like yeah, you're always in a hotel. Yeah, and like. You're playing seven games on a Saturday or yeah. Sunday. You're just getting worn out, and you're putting a lot of miles on your body yeah. like in the sport, whatever yeah, you're playing. Sure. So I just think, like me and Bella were also talking about this the other day. Yeah, I've been to so many places and cities playing baseball, but I've never like discovered yeah. the city. Like I would, like I feel like you go to a hotel, 
Yeah. You play baseball. Yeah. You go back. You swim in the pool. You find the local movie theater. You find a local movie theater. Five guys. You call Domino's. Like, yeah. you know, that's yeah. it. That's a life. And then your coach is like, no fun, no swimming no, pools. Sure. And so I feel like it's so serious to yeah. a game that's meant to be so fun. Yeah. And not like supposed to be taken to that level yeah. at that time of your life. Yeah. And I like also me and Bella were talking about it. Like during COVID was the first time I'd really sat back and yeah. not had like baseball on the forefront of my mind, like having yeah. to do this every day. And like I kind of just sat back, took it all in and was like, man, there's so much more to life than just like yeah, going to the cages, hitting, For lifting sure. weights, staying in shape. And don't get me wrong, like that's good. And like yeah. it has all its pluses to that, but also there's just so much more to life For than sure. that. For me, and I feel like that was an idol in my life. Yeah. So it's just good to like take a step back and like see that there was more to life. Yeah. And like just playing tennis with y'all or basketball yeah. and everything, like it just was really good yeah. for me. It just became not fun. Yeah, for sure. And don't get me wrong, like baseball was great. I love yeah. all the experiences I had and everything. But like looking back, taking a step back from baseball and seeing the grand scheme of things and experiences that other people had, not that I'm like envious or jealous, but I was like, there was just more things I could have like put my hands into instead of yeah. just like, so I got like yeah. one way track mind. Like I yeah. was on this train and it was only for baseball. And like, I missed out on a lot of things that I could have yeah. been a part of. You well, know? And because you put, you put so much emphasis on something like that. But then again, like if it's, if, if it's in God's plan, yeah, you could have gotten recruited from the high school yeah. or you could have gone to one perfect game yeah, and you could have saved yourself four summers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, so a lot of times, you know, we do all these things like for training, for practice, but yeah. at the same time, a lot of the goal is to get recruited, but then you end up like hitting 150 that summer. Yeah. And then you end up like hurting yourself worse rather yeah. than if you were like just taking the summer off and like hung yeah. out with your family. Yeah. So you, I think so many times we like put so much emphasis on that. And then now we're both just two washed up ex baseball players yeah. playing in church league softball, but yeah. we are, we are super good at church league softball. Yeah, hey, we are pretty good. I can actually say that I'm actually pretty good at We that. won, we, we won last year. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to repeat. Yeah, we'll probably repeat. I think only our team's gotten better. Yeah. So, I mean, we got our first year under our belt. It was the first time me and you played softball. Yeah. It was we're, really fun. We, uh, yeah, we were like a bunch of 20, 25 year olds who like played baseball and some of the kids on well, the team still, some of our kids, some of our kids still play. Yeah, we have, yeah, we have, we have one guy on our team who's like in his maybe he's maybe seventy in his sixties. He looks seventy, he, he, but I he think he kind of he kind of skews the uh, the graph a little bit. Yeah, but we're playing playing against a bunch of like forty year olds, and yeah. I think it was just it really wasn't fair last year because we were all super young, yeah. super in, super in shape. But it's still super fun. It was it was super fun. We had we had a few moments where where, where some teams got mad because we took it a little too seriously, but whatever. That's what makes it fun. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, so you love training yourself physically. You yeah. played college baseball. You love yeah. to run. You love to work yeah. out. Um, you kind of took some time off. Hunting yeah. season was yeah. was 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 a few months ago. Uh-huh. You're married now. Mm-hmm. Um, you just helped film a movie. Yeah. Um, so kind of, what are you hoping to get back into into training? And and what what styles do you enjoy doing the most? So I, before I get into that, I'll take it back a little bit. I've done every type of working out that like you could do. I guess not like a P90X like video workouts, yeah, yeah. but like I've done your CrossFit, I've done the body bodybuilding, I've done like calisthenics, calisthenics. I guess. I've done just straight up running. Have you done hot yoga? I have done that. We did that really? for baseball I've never for done some it. reason. Brett Phillips, the guy on my podcast a few, few weeks ago, loves it. I mean, didn't you do yoga with us when we went to uh, Calamigos yeah, Ranch? Not, that was no hot yoga. I know, no, no, no. I'm just saying yoga. And yeah. then we did it in, so, we're both in so, Jackson Are you Hall. flexible? 
I can't relatively. Remember. I'm not flexible at all. I would not Terribly say I'm flexible. Yeah, I would not say I'm super flexible, but I can do some things. But I would like to do hot yoga. That's the one thing I've never really set did. that up. We should. We should just go in a sauna and schedule some schedule somebody to come train us. That would be kind of fun. All right, I, I, back to what you're talking about. So like, I've done it all, and I guess like the best thing that I want to get back into, I'm all about, and you know, this functional fitness. Yeah. Like, I think it's cool for people that work out and enjoy to work out. You know, lift heavy weights, and I've done that, and I've been blessed by God to have natural strength and that type of stuff. But I think. For me, the best thing I want to do is just be functionally fit. Yeah. Like when it comes to just, I was never good at like pull-ups and push-ups and stuff when I was younger. Yeah. And I was never really fast. So I think that's what really intrigued me into like running. I never really like liked running. Yeah. But I just thought it would be so cool to get into something that I kind of like didn't like. Yeah. But just like really like tried to like. Yeah. So like at the end of my baseball career, I started getting into like long distance running. Yeah. And it like really sucked, but yeah. like I kind of liked the suck. Cause like when you get done and all comes like to like the end, yeah. you're like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. Like I'm good. But like, you feel like that's the most challenging for you? Like long yeah, distance running? Yeah, dude. I love it. Like it's, it's just like you're really fighting yourself. And I was really, I was running the other day and I was thinking about this. It like, it just applies to life so much too. Cause like it's just like you and I'm gonna say pavement, but it's really just whatever you're running on. I just feel like, it's just like life because you have to keep putting your feet on the ground. The ground's not going to get any softer. Like life's not going to get any softer for you. And you just have to keep like pushing off of it. Yeah. Like just keep going. Like, and you're going to want to stop so many times and you're going to want to quit. And you're going to be yeah. like, my shins are hurting from pushing so hard. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like life ain't going to get any easier for you. Yeah. So you just got to keep going. Yeah. And so like, I feel like that's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So. And, and because we're, we're really responsible you know, for our own actions, you know, yeah, like for, sure. for our own discipline. Nick, Nick yeah. Bear was on the podcast last week and that's what he talked about. Like one reason he loves running is like you create your own disciplines. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. create your own motivations and you have goals that you set, but you're responsible for achieving them. You know, sure. like you said with running, the pavement doesn't move. You're not running on like a conveyor belt. No. You know, it's not going to help you go there faster. You're, yeah. you're responsible for how, how fast you're going to get there. Yeah. And for all those things, like, like you said, life's static. It's 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 there, and you're responsible for keep, like for, for you, for it. Yeah, like you're in control. Yeah. Of what you can endure, like yeah. whatever that is, like whether it's three miles, and you're telling yourself you want to go a little bit further, yeah. or like, or you want to stop at two and a half because you can't go any further. Yeah. Like, it's just like life. Yeah. You get to choose what you can endure. Yeah. Or not. Are you so? Are you better get back into into distance running? Or are you gonna go? Hit yeah. The, you you you've taken some time off the gym. Yeah, I don't think I've been in the gym before hunting season. Uh, actually, we went. We I worked the last time. Yeah, I was in the gym. So we worked, we worked like twice out in the Dominican, but yeah. no, I hadn't hit the gym. Yeah. I mean, I'll probably hit the gym some, but yeah. I'm not trying to really get it all big and bulky. I'm already you need pretty to cancel stocky. your membership at the wellness then. No, I need to keep it, you know, if I need to go get up in there or something. Do you like running on a treadmill or on, on, treadmill, right, on, on the earth? Treadmill is not for your boy. Not for your boy. If you weigh 190 plus and you're on a treadmill, it sounds really wonky and you feel like you're going to break it. Do you know it. what I think is the most difficult thing? That like, salt runner. Uh, I'm so bad at that thing. Yeah, but you know what I do like? What? The salt bike. I'm a salt, I love I'm, a, salt I'm a very big fan of the I'm salt bike. I'm a big bike. fan of the salt bike. Yeah. The salt bike on a rubber will be in, the home, in, my, in my home gym when I make yeah. it. But yeah, the salt runner, I just can't, I can't do it. I've like got on it, but I've never like ran long distance on it. It's but tough. I've just been fun to like try and run fast, so, you know. Because I feel like it, it's it's like supposed it's simulating like what it actually feels like to run. You know? Yeah, for sure. But I'm like, sure. I swear I'm running faster than what this thing is telling yeah, me yeah. running. For sure. It's like it's like eight minute mile, and I'm like, bro, I swear I'm like I'm at least six thirty right now. Yeah, like there's crazy. no way. Yeah. Like, there's no way this thing is this slow. For sure. But yeah. 
I don't know, but you, your your family also is strong. Like Trace is strong. Yeah, my brother's really he's super strong. So dude. peak peak strength. Who is stronger, you or Trace? Uh, Trace. Probably. Really? I, I mean, I, I mean, he says I he, I am, but like I will say, like I was lifting heavyweight in middle school. Uh-huh. That dude was pushing weight. In really? Middle school, like yeah, like that dude did powerlifting in high school. Too. Trace is stocky though. Dude, he's built. He's he's definitely got the gladiator genes. He he's, does. Yeah, that dude's lifted a lot of heavyweight. Yeah. I don't know. Trace is strong. I don't know. It's just in the family. We're just thick bone, you know? Trace is strong. Well, not only are we super similar, um, you know, physically, I feel like our faith journeys are super similar. We yeah. uh, we are two son-in-laws to the Robertson family. Yep. Um, and before uh, really becoming spiritual, we both kind of walked our, yeah. our fine line of reckless living. For sure. Um, so for you, you know, when you started dating Bella, what what was your faith like growing up, and kind of what was that pivotal? Because I was I was there with you on, with, with that Bible study that we had with Willie that day. Yeah. So for you, what do you think was it that shifted your mindset of like, I've been a quote unquote Christian, yeah. but there's no fruit, to now I'm like diligently following Jesus, and I'm going to actually make a change in my life. So are you saying like, what is yeah, the difference from what I was doing yeah, to what I changed. Like for you, like for you, like what what do you think really opened your eyes to see your sin and like need of repentance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna get there. Let me give you a little backstory. Give me back on this backstory on this Bible study I had with Willie and Christian, and also my sister. And yeah, you were kind of thrown in the fire on this. Yeah, one. dude, I was thrown in the fire. So it was was it COVID into COVID? It was during COVID. It was, it was during COVID. Yeah. Was so during like COVID. during COVID. I lived like a mile from Bella's house, which is Willie and Corey's house. And we were hanging out during COVID and stuff. And I told my sister, yeah, like I was trying to get more involved, you know, get people around me that like follow Jesus so I could have that be poured into my life and stuff. So she was like, I was like, she was doing Bible studies with Willie. And I was like, oh, I want to come. Like, let me come. Uh And she was like, oh, Willie said, come Wednesday, six o'clock, come in there. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I can't wait to go. So I pull up like 5:55. I get there. I go sit down. I'm in there like five minutes early, and like Willie's in there, and he's got this. There's like a, in the side of the room. There's a, a huge whiteboard. A huge whiteboard. He's got his little expo deal, and the dude just starts like asking me questions. Like, Jacob did not know that this Bible study was curate, cur- curated to target him specifically. He, oh, thought, he it, thought he thought he was just walking out on a fun Bible study. Yeah. But he was in the hot seat. Yeah, he, I was he like did, he didn't know it. Yeah, I come in here like, man, I'm going to learn a little bit a little about uh, new scripture, get a little new perspective, you know. This is going to be good stuff. A good good new step forward. And so I get in there and I'm just like he just starts talking. I'm, and if you know me, I'm pretty vulnerable. Like if you start talking to me like I'm have no problem opening up and sharing like my life or whatever that looks like or whatever we're talking about. Yeah. I feel like I'm a very open person. So I get in there, he starts grilling me, like asking me questions, but I'm like, it's okay. I mean, it's fine. I guess he's just trying to figure out who I am. Like, you really, talk about you me. probably thought you were like a little test dummy. Yeah, I was like, man, we're just talking, yeah, you know. I'll, I'll, you, me you're and you're Willie. The guinea, you're the guinea pig. I was like, man, me and Willie chopping it up. <laughs> you know, we're just chopping it up. You you're know? the guinea we're pig. We're the boys hanging out, you know. <laughs> and like, Christian and Kaylee are sitting in the corners. They like come in there a little bit later. And like, these dudes got uh, notebooks and they're like writing notes down. I'm like, all right, what's kind of going on in here? And they're like writing stuff down. And he just keep like, he doesn't get off me. Like, we're like for an hour straight. He's just like grilling me. And then I'm like, all right, this is kind of weird. Cause like we either hadn't started the Bible study yet 
or we're having a long uh, preview to the Bible study. Hey, this was the vetting process. You and Bella started dating. You needed, yeah. you needed to be vetted. Yeah, so he was like previewing. I thought I was getting a whole preview. This is how I got into the Bible study. This was like pre-rex. It was like, yeah. and he's like, and also yeah. he's going crazy on the whiteboard. Like yeah. he's writing down all this stuff. And it gets to the end of him asking me all these questions. And I'm pretty much like, he's like, so do you think you're saved? And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think so, man. Honestly, I think I'm like, uh, like no, think- best way to put it, I, I think I'm going to hell if I die right now. <laughs> he really got me in there. Like, I'm like, dude, this is terrible. I need to fix my life. I think, I thought, I thought you ended it with being like, I think I'm good. I, I, I thought it was, it was something because we made funny for a while because we were like, because I knew that you were coming in there to like, hopefully have a life change. Yeah, for sure. But then you came in there just thinking that you were like, just coming for a little nonchalant you know, Bible study. Let's come and get a little tune up, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I, I went out of there saying I'm good, but also in the back of my mind, like you needed some encouragement. Yeah, I was coming in there to get a tune up, and I was like, wait, 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 I might not be living right. Like I, I might, like I was like. Man, there's something different, like about yeah. what he said. Like this really kind of like yeah. hit me hard. Yeah. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I got to figure. So after this that out. moment, because I know that because because Trey, your, your your brother Trace cuts hair. So Trace is my barber, and I remember me and him having conversations about that because, you know, he had been praying for you for a while, and then after you had that Bible study moment, kind of what was the what what was the time frame and kind of what was your journey so to speak from like post that to like when you got baptized at camp like what happened in that in that span of time um i I don't know i feel it i really feel like in that bible study like god like the holy spirit through willie and y'all put me in that situation i was in really kind of like convicted me of like the way i was living and the things i was doing whether or not it was i was doing super bad things but also like you cannot do super bad things and still not be saved not saying i never did super bad things but i'm saying like i felt convicted of just not being in the word or just living the same life that i was living before yeah but let's just say like not doing so bad things like oh i can follow god say i follow god but i'm not like drinking or smoking or all these types of things that come with all that i was like oh if i stop all that i'm good yeah. Like, no matter if I'm like reading my word, praying, or just like being spiritually involved with Jesus, like in any type of way. Like if yeah. I go to church and I say I love the Lord and I know the yeah. Lord, but then I don't do anything, like I'm good. Yeah. But that really convicted me that man, if I'm not like digging deep into that, then also my spirit, my spirituality with God is like dead. It's not alive. Yeah, like it's not for living sure. at all. Yeah. Well, because even the Bible takes it even a step further. You know, like we, we look at things like that. And even the scripture on, um, you know, on lust, when it's like, you haven't committed adultery, but even if you've looked at a woman lust, yep. you've committed adultery in your heart. So like, sure. even though it's not this outer, like, you know, you're doing these quote unquote bad things, but even if, you know, if, if your inner self is filled with yeah. lust and with greed and with sin, yeah. like yeah. that's at some point that's going to get exposed, you For know? Sure. So like, yeah. we're not saved by works, we're saved by grace, but at the same time, through this belief, works do come out of that you yeah, know fruit sure. is um just like an apple tree or an orange tree produces that produces apples and oranges as a believer we produce the fruits of the spirit which yeah. are love joy peace patience kindness goodness sure. gentleness faithfulness and self-control all those things but then the flip side of that which is what me and you were living post that yeah sexual morality impurity debauchery yeah. Yeah. wickedness or, or, or not wickedness but envy jealousy fits of I mean, rage pretty much wicked. pretty much wickedness <laughs> I mean, it all kind of falls under the umbrella of wickedness but yeah there's this moment of like you're confronted with like 
light and darkness, you know? Yeah. And it's like, what am I going to do? Because clearly the way I'm living now, it's not fulfilling. Yeah. I say I'm a Christian, but I'm doing these terrible things. Yeah. It Truly, the way y'all set that up and did that, it it was no, like, condemnation in it. Yeah. Like, in that, yeah. it truly was like, here's all this information I have. Here's all these scriptures. And he, like, gave them to me to where I could apply them, like, in my head mentally, like, yeah. and spiritually into my life in that moment where I was sitting. And it really just, like, made my insides ponder. Like, yeah. I was just really thinking, like, sure. like, man, if what he's saying is true, and, like, yeah. you know how I, Willie is and how he is, like, his yeah. way when he's evangelizing, he doesn't want to say anything opinionated. He wants to, like, give you the scripture and let, like, the Holy Spirit, like, feed, like, to you, like, feed whatever he's given, yeah. like, through God, like, give it to you, and then, like, you kind of, like, chew on it for a second. And I felt like the way he gave it to me, he made me, and like me growing up in church and like knowing what the Lord was before I walked away, I just felt like, man, I was chewing on what he was saying. I was like, like, I kind of had like a good taste from what he was giving me, but a bad taste of like my insides and like what I was, had like harboring, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I I even think we had similar mindsets, even the idea of like, you know, we can read this book and do all these things. But at the end of the day, if our, mindset is i just need to get in church yeah then like you're truly not gonna i mean i don't know i feel like you might not truly have that just relationship that we that we desperately need you know we can be in church forever but not truly know who god is yeah i feel like to where i'm at in my life i've got like plugged into like youth group when i was younger or something but i've never like truly like I was me and Bella talked about this too as well, or and I talked about this with my mentor Chad yeah. Creel, like plugging into church. Yeah. Like there's a difference in going to church and then plugging into church, like being connected to a like certain group of church, 100%. and like serving, whether yeah. it's serving, like people in the nursery or the kids, yeah. or evangelizing or being in a small group. It really like changes the dynamic yeah. because also. For me, sometimes I just want to go to church. I want to get in and get out. I don't really want to talk yeah. to anybody. Like, I feel like that's how the flesh. Time. Yeah, like I want to go to church, you know, get my little Jesus. Get, G- in the get my little Jesus. Yeah, I don't want to talk to 10 people or whatever yeah. and then get out. Yeah. But I feel like you're held accountable yeah. when you actually go to church. You know the people, you're plugged into a certain group or whatever, and people check on you. Like, not, I'm not saying always like, spirit checking you but just checking you you know like yeah have sure. you seen if you've been in church how you've been doing what you've been doing yeah for sure. people just invested into your life at church i think is a very good thing and i yeah. think you don't get that until you plug into yeah. church yeah because it, it and because like i said that's a good byproduct you know yeah there truly does have to be a heart change before you fully experience that community I feel yeah like. for sure even, i've told you the story when i was a senior in high school when i was going to the to this church youth retreat camp um on the bus, on the church bus going there, I was watching American Pie on my phone. Like, that's where I, that was my mindset. You know, the first yeah. night we were worshiping, I was in the back, people were raising their hands and I was like making fun of them during worship. Like, yeah. I was like, like, like laughing. I was like, yeah, for sure. Look at these kids. But then it was like, I still didn't get it in that moment. You know, yeah. it was still a year later where God actually radically changed me in the sense of like, you've been doing all this for yeah. 18, 19 years of your life. For sure. And but yet you don't know me, yeah, you know. For sure. And there was this moment of like, I just want to abandon yeah. that me that that I used to go to church and used to try to do good things, but I was still yeah. super wicked and sinful. Yeah. Um, to where now I'm like, okay, that me is dead. 
how can I walk in this newness of life that the Bible talks about? For sure. And like to bounce off that, I think also we hold the reins of how deep we get to go. Yeah. You know, because like you can say, God, come like permeate me and like be like fully in me and everything and change my life and do all these things. But if I don't take the reins and like get in my word or surround myself with like people that are like lifting each other up, you know, actively, let's say evangelizing to people or just loving on people or serving God, like yeah, nothing's going to change in your life. You're going to kind of be in the same spot. And I feel like that's another thing that kind of like changed from that situation. I was like, I have to fill myself up with things of God to yeah. like actually for to allow God to change because sure. I can pray all day and say, God, change me. But if I'm like, yeah. like you're saying, if I'm watching American Pie yeah. during the church service or whatever that is, or if I'm, you know, messing around while, while I'm in a Bible study or whatever that is, whatever yeah. where you're getting fed, if you're not fully focused and leaning into whatever God's yeah. trying to give to you in that moment, yeah. You're not gonna receive it for sure because you gotta lean in for sure. No matter what, whatever that looks like, wherever that's at. For sure, and I feel like for me, the ultimate baseline of whether or not you want to call it salvation or like you know, like inner work, the idea of that being conviction. You know, yeah. if there's these sinful things that I can do, like these impulses that I can yeah. have, yeah. And if there's no like check in my spirit, or if there's no maybe I shouldn't do that, yeah. and if, if there's no conviction, then it's like okay, what is this thing that I'm saying I believe in? Yeah. But if I can have this thought or this impulse or I can do this thing and it's like, if there's guilt, I don't want to say shame, but if there's yeah. this sense of like, I know that's not the right thing, yeah. I'm going to repent of that. Yeah. To me, conviction is just a marker of like, I know that I'm following Jesus. Yeah, like the Holy Spirit. Yes, yeah, the Holy Spirit. Because sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. now if I'm watching American Pie on the way to church with my wife and daughter, yeah. That's a huge red flag. Like yeah. I would never do that now. For sure. Not and, and not because like it's a work, but because I'm not gonna fill my mind with something sexually perverse. Yeah. And yeah. Bad. Yeah. And just put your yourself in that headspace. Yes. Like yeah. I'm not gonna do that because yeah. that's that's that that's the old me. This is this is the new me. And like there's like and it's, and it's not super legalistic. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. But no. it's it's like you know internally. Yeah, you know. Like, like everyone like, has their own things, man. Yeah, like, like everyone has their limitations. Yeah, like, like I feel the same way. Like just music in general. Like you can listen to whatever you want to, but yeah. I feel like if you get to a certain place, you know, following the Lord, and just with yourself, there's just certain things you can't listen to the same anymore. Like there's a lot of songs sure. I used to love that, like when I truly started like following the Lord, I was like. None of this like applies yeah. to my life or like really brings any fruit to me. So for it's like sure. I kind of have to step away, even though how, no matter how good it sounds, oh, or whatever, for sure. you know, I just no, there's some away. songs I used to love, and now even if I even if I go try to find like the clean version, I'm still like no, I, it's, it's just it still isn't it. Like oh, I'm out here, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just like uh, yeah. or things you can like or things you watch, you know, like for yeah. me, I can't do. Horror, like, horror movies scare the crap. Oh, dude, you know, not I, the I, don't, I don't do that stuff. No, dude, or any kind of like. This just, is, I was that guy in the horror. Oh, movie. for sure. Like, or any kind of movie that has any sexual or you know nude innuendos, whatever. I just I can't I can't go there. Like one, I can't go there, and that's just so weird. It's with just your, so with weird. Your wife, too. Yes. It's just so. It's just like no. But then again, people have their own things, and you know, follow whatever you want. But yeah. you have to know for you what those things are. Yeah. Then even in First Corinthians six verse twelve, you know, Paul says everything is lawful for me, but not everything is beneficial. So even that idea of like. For different people, yeah, there's different things that you struggle with, that you don't struggle with. 
you have to listen to your own spirit and your own convictions. Different strokes for different folks, man. Different strokes for different That's folks. What they say, I guess it really applies right there. For sure. You know. So you've been married for almost a year now. Yep, this Sunday. To Bella. To Bella. What has been one of the biggest things that you've learned since since getting married and what do you feel like you've grown in the most since taking that step? Um I'd say the biggest thing I probably learned is like I think I heard you talk about this on your podcast the other day, but just uh, I think as much as I don't like want to say this, I I feel like it does apply because it seems very basic, but just like selfish. Like you just realize how like one way track mine, just like baseball. Like you realize how one way tracks you are, just everything about yourself first. And then once you get married, you kind of see how your actions play out in another person's life from their different perspective. Because me and Bella have things in common, but we're definitely not the same, definitely not wired the same. For sure. So I've in this past year, I've realized that and like, Things that I do that I don't ever think about can make her mad. For sure. And, you know, same thing with her. Yeah. And so just learning to communicate my train of thought and, like, what I'm doing yeah. in a way that she can understand and also coming to a conclusion of how we can solve that problem. Yeah. I guess, like, learning that in the first sure. year. And I think another thing I've grown a lot in is I know probably a lot of you men on here are going to relate with this, but... I think you do a really good job at it just from me looking into your life, but affirming my wife and like yeah. encouraging her. Yeah. I think as a man, how I was raised was like, you know, be tough, you know. Yeah. Don't like really just not encouraging. I was not grown up yeah. in like a very encouraging obviously your dad said my dad said good job and stuff, but I was never really taught to like, you know, pat yeah. the next person on the back, you know, yeah. all, all, like off the field. Like yeah. and so learning with Bellish, her love language is affirmation like number one yeah. and so i'm just truly still learning i'm definitely not the best and i mess yeah, up all the sure. time but like learning to encourage her and and also putting my feelings yeah and emotions into words for sure. super hard i feel like for a lot of guys i don't know uh, y'all sure. can like let us know but for me it's super hard to for like sure. put my emotions into words even whether i'm happy mad angry or mellow yeah. like the other day i was feeling really mellow and like really kind of like I wouldn't say exactly sad, but like I was just in a weird headspace and talking to Bella. I've never done this before or in a long time I've never done this, but yeah. I like kind of just opened up to Bella and it felt really weird, but it also I think helped me recover from that mellowness or whatever. And I was just telling her, I was like, hey, babe, I don't know why today I'm feeling like thrown off in a sense, yeah. kind of mellow. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I wouldn't say I'm exactly sad or anything that we're doing is making me upset, but I'm just like in a weird headspace yeah. and just learning to like say yeah. those things and speak those out. Cause For once sure. you speak it out, it's like there. For sure. In the same way in that way. And also just like telling her, not just that, like this is her key thing. Take tips guys. If you fall in love with a girl that does affirmation, but like, just telling her how she feels, not just like you're beautiful, but yeah. like telling her how she makes you feel that only you would know. That's yeah. what she says to me a lot sure. of the time. Yeah. You know, just yeah, a personal men's, affirmation. Yeah. Because even like men's basic desire is to be respected, you know, for and sure. women's is to be loved. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, because even like what you said with selfishness, it's there's so, I feel like people who, who aren't married yet that are maybe stepping into it, there are so many different aspects of selfishness. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, I'm selfish. They can be selfish with your time, with your, exactly. with your attitudes, with all like. There's, there's so, so many things that yeah. fall under that category. Exactly, I would say it's multiple categories yes. of selfishness. Like you can be selfish in your work, putting oh, your sure. work above. You could be selfish yeah. in giving your time to somebody yeah. else. 
You could be selfish in just whatever takes up your time. You could literally be selfish in watching YouTube if, like, you're yeah. spending so much time, like, watching YouTube or on social media. Like, For any sure. of those things you can be selfish in, whether it's a literal physical thing, yeah. mental, mental thing, or sp you can be selfish spiritually, too. Like, yeah. not sharing the goodness that God's given you to them, yeah. whether it's grace, respect, or, yeah. like, prayer or anything. Like, yeah. you can be selfish in yeah. tons of different ways. You know what you were saying about words of affirmation? Sadie called me one day. Last week we were talking for a little bit, and then she was like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta tell you the like the some awesome news." Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, okay. And then she starts talking, and she's like, "The New York Times called and wants to do this article on yeah. on all this stuff." And I had zoned completely out. I yeah, was, I was scrolling on Instagram, and she told me this. It was like huge news. Yeah, like so. And I said, news. "Yep." Like after she said everything, I said, "Yep." And she was like, "What?" I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry." Yeah. Uh, I just actually caught nothing of what you said and she was like not that she was like mad at me but she was just like disappointed because she was so excited she was so excited yeah. that i literally was, i said yep yeah you just and i it. just completely zoned out i was like i was literally just scrolling on instagram and i was so mad at myself yeah i was like because then when you know when you get married there's different ways you know i can let that super frustrate me or i can beat myself up and just pout or i can be like I could take ownership. You know, there's so many different responses yeah. that you can have. And I feel like the quickest way to recover from a situation like that, as sucky as it sounds, oh, as yeah. like, like prideful as us men are, like yeah. the best way to do it is just to own yeah. it, man. Because like you cannot own it and it can take, let's just say an hour to two hours to yeah. try and recover whatever that thing you did, whether you said something wrong or like you didn't listen. Yeah. So like you just kind of like took the joy out of their spirit. Yeah. Like, she yeah. just poured her heart onto you on something that happened in her life, yeah. and you were just like, "I feel like such a jack yep. wagon." Yeah, and I feel like for you too, like recovering in that situation, like if you take ownership, even yeah. though it's not going to be fixed instantly because yeah. you take ownership, it's all out there. It's you. Yeah. It's raw. It's there. Like, man, I'm sorry, babe. Like, yeah. I really didn't like pay attention to you, and I know that really sucks, and that sure. sucks for me too. But I'm here to listen again yeah. and try to let's just say refocus or repair the situation as in For just sure. telling me again, even though they're probably not going to be as excited, but just to take it in and like really just lean into whatever they're trying to tell you and focus yeah. on them. You know? and, and you wouldn't even think that you can be selfish in that. Yeah. But it, let's say I get home and then she's playing with honey. She's happy. Yeah. I can be like, Oh, she's not still thinking about that. Yeah. So I'm just going to neglect that conversation because I'm wanting to be selfish and like not have this, argument or not confess like hey i screwed up yeah so i'm just going to be selfish and not have this conversation that i know that hurt you earlier yeah. but because i'm i want everything just to look perfect yeah i'm not going to do that even though deep down she might still be hurt by that and she wouldn't tell you and she wouldn't she tell you unless i take initiative exactly so it's even selfish like that it's not just or hey, you didn't call me back yeah. or you didn't pick up your towel For it's sure. like no i'm being selfish with my own with my own emotions because I don't want to have this conflict. Yeah. And then it's, and if you don't like address that, then it's like that week later or the two oh, nights yeah. later at 12 AM. And she's like, and you're like asleep. And she's like, Hey babe, like, yeah. can we talk? And yeah. you're like, sure. love, love no record of yeah, you're like, sure, babe. And like yeah. you kind of wake up and then she goes into this whole spill about a situation you could have yeah. dealt with like earlier. And then you're just like, Bro, sure. and then you stay up to two a.m. Yeah. trying to trying to fix a problem you could have took ownership for right then yeah. and there, or just like talked about it at a later time yeah. and actually dealt with it instead of having to deal with it. Let's yeah. say 
days later. Yeah. You know? There's so much growth that you see yourself when you get married. I mean, it's it, it's it's crazy. It's an ongoing process, you know. Like you learn new things every day, yeah. and you. Lo- I think for me, like as a single man, I feel like I look up to people and like wanted to be like people, let's say, or just take notes and just aspire to be like. But I feel like once you get married, you re- it really changes. Like yeah. when you fought, like when you find like my mentor Chad Creel, like when you see somebody, it's like laying down their life for their wife and like really serving and doing the things that you aspire to do for your wife, I think really changes perspective and like seeing you love Sadie and affirm Sadie in the ways that you do, like really encourages me to be like, okay, one, the thoughts of me thinking it's weird to affirm my wife or encourage, because that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's not normal. And it's sometimes making you feel weird. Like, but seeing other men do that, like really encourages me. And I think, all that to say is like once you get married, I feel like you gain a new perspective and really like can learn and see people for kind of who they are and see yourself for who you are yeah. too as well. It's such it's such a sanctifying process. Like yeah. you just get thrown into it. Yeah. And it's like there's no like you can go to premarital counseling. Oh, and sure. premarital counseling is awesome. You for should sure. go to premarital counseling. It really blessed our relationship. But uh, prim- yeah, premarital counseling is huge. Yeah, sure. like it's a need. For sure. Like it changed our life. I never cried in front of Bella until premarital counseling. Yeah. And I cried more than her. I yeah. cried like a little baby. Well, me and Sadie did long distance for like a year and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. Dated long distance. Yeah, long distance. Engaged basically long distance. Yeah. Got married. Yeah. So now we're together. Yep. And then COVID. Yep. So now we're like really together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was such a, like a, such a, and, and, and we struggled for a bit at the beginning. Just with communicationally, you know, yeah. we've gone from having a certain way that we did relationships to now being in a confined space. We can't leave. We can't yeah. travel. And, and a lot of our relationship was built on traveling and we were just together. And yes, it was, it, it, it was tough at times, but we got so close so quick yeah. because we had difficult, we had hard conversations and we didn't shy yeah. away from that. Yeah. And I think that people that do shy away from that, you know, you kind of have less of a foundation of like what your relationship could be yeah. if you strengthened one another in the difficult times. For sure. And like the difference in me and you and Sadie's relationship, like you and Sadie's relationship deferred to me and Bella is like, we started dating during quarantine. So we were with each other every day. Yeah. You know, like we shared our days together yeah. and we hung out. I think like we only maybe, but until the time we got engaged, we'd maybe not seen each other for like maybe a like a, a week total yeah, and just all the days like accumulate. Cause we saw each other every day, yeah. which like y'all, y'all are long distance. We were every day and still we gained so much from like premarital counseling, yeah. like things we just didn't know. And like, I don't know, it just, just a blessing at the yeah, end of the day. For sure. So as you well know, you've been a faithful listener of the Fort Men podcast. Oh, yeah, and I'm oh, very yeah. grateful for that. For sure. You have helped, uh, Bump up our numbers a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, that, I'm, I'm for, have, you, have you rated us yet on the podcast? Huh? Have you rated us? No. Nah. I'll rate us right now. If you have not rated the Fortman podcast yet, that would be awesome. Go rate it. But only if you have something nice to say, you know? Like, yeah. don't give me a one star for, for me saying like or for me saying... Uh, uh, y'all know y'all say like. Y'all yes, y'all, y'all say like. Or, y'all all say like. Or, or Maybe say, not as much as us. Or say you know. Like. Yeah. It, or uh. Or yeah, um. Or whatever. So... I'm very grateful for you. Uh, leave a, a, a good review. Um, that would mean a lot to me. So back to the podcast. Where I was going with that, I was going to say you have been a, 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 a um, faithful listener. Yeah. So you have also known that we do a physical challenge and a yeah, spiritual yeah. challenge. Yeah. So with that, what do you have?
Which one do you want me to start with, physical or spiritual? Start spiritual. It's more important. Uh, spiritual. So this is honestly based off personally what I want to start doing. I haven't honestly got around to it, but today I think I'm going to start it. So I've been really encouraged lately to start journaling. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't done it yet, and I'm not talking about pages of journaling, but I think my spiritual challenge to everybody is whether it's in the morning when or at night or whenever you can get in, I think – Everybody can write down a verse, whatever one that is. It can literally be, if you have the Bible app, you can literally write down the verse of the day, write it down on a piece of paper. I think when you write stuff down, it gives you a different perspective of yeah. it than just thinking of it in your head. And also like jotting down how you feel in that moment. Yeah. And then just like kind of just chewing on that for whatever that yeah. is, like for the day. I think each day, like just writing down a scripture, writing how you feel in that moment and just like kind of like you can pray about it and ask God like, are my feelings, however my feelings are, like why are they this way and how do they line up with your word? And then also how does this scripture apply to my yeah. life today? Sweet. And it could be like one little thing. It doesn't have to be some super spiritual, like over the top thing. It can be like God just wants you to know, uh, love people better or serve people better or, ooh, this is this thing in my life I need to kind of tweak up a little bit, whatever that looks like. Yeah. I just think it's something easy you can do. And I think also mentally and spiritually it'll give you kind of a breath of fresh air you know i think that's physical thing physical uh this is going to go into my running thing and i think please don't please don't say run a few miles or something no it's only one mile but my whole spiritual i mean not spiritual said that wrong physical thing i think is what i want to do is i think we should you should do four sets of 400 meters or you can run a mile if you don't have access to like a length distance, like a track, a track yeah. you can just like run a mile and you do, f- I want you to do four sets of 400 meters because that is a mile. Yeah. And then with that, do four four sets of 10 pull-ups and four sets of 25 push-ups. Okay. And so I mean, you can scale that so to- after 400 meters, do 10 pull-ups, 25 push-ups? Yeah, like the, the big base, if you could do it perfectly how I'd want you to do it, was run 400 meters, do 10 pull-ups, do 25 push-ups, and cool. then run another 400 meters, cool. 10 push-ups. Yeah. Or 25 cool. push-ups and 10 pull-ups. Yeah. And that doesn't have to be for time. I mean, you know, if, no, you, if you have to scale that, you can do push-ups on your knees or you can walk 400 meters or you can do uh, kipping pull-ups or something. Yeah. For me, honestly, I think kipping pull-ups are more difficult than real pull-ups. So scale it however you want to do it. Yeah. If you um, do kipping pull-ups, you're going to rip your hands if you don't do pull-ups all the time. Just FYI. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can scale that whoever, however you want to scale it. Well, so sweet. So journaling and then four 400 meters, 10 pull-ups, 25 push-ups. Yeah, I think I think that's good. You know, that's great. I love that. I think it's just something simple anybody can get to do. You don't need weights or anything. Obviously, if you don't have a pull-up bar, like go find a tree or something and just grab on that branch. Make sure it can hold you. (laughs) (laughs) You scale it however you want to scale it. If you don't do pull-ups, you can do air squats or yeah, you know, just get out there, run four hundred meters four times or a mile, and just do some body weight stuff and just. You know, yeah. hey, right before you do it, you yeah, do sit-ups. But, hey, yeah. right before you could do it, you could also write the Bible verse there you go. and write your little uh, however you're yeah. feeling. And, like, for me, that's another reason why I like running. You get to meditate on a lot of things, whatever's going on in your mind. Like, I have a lot of thoughts that come to my mind while I run, whether good or bad or, you know, just things that I need to reflect on from my day or for the yeah. future. So I think that's something, the good thing I like about running. You Great. can just – Great. Reflect on a lot of things. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode. I hope you uh, learned something. I hope that you were encouraged and inspired and also challenged. Me and Jacob have, um, yeah, we've also walked 
um, the wide gate, and now we're walking on the narrow gate. You know, we used to be yeah. super sinful, but now we sure. um, are in the spirit, and we're trying to walk out a life surrender to Christ. It's not the easiest thing, but it's far better than yeah. than living super worldly with uh, sure. pleasures that are that are fleeting, with things that only last, that are temporal. So, hope you enjoy this episode, Jacob. I love you, buddy. Thanks for, for sure. joining me today. This was love great. You too, bro. Thanks for having me on. Thank you.